0: I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. Fintechs have made layoffs over the first half of the year, the common script being macroeconomic conditions and the need to find the path to profitability. Yet in key areas, there are staff shortages. Against that backdrop, Headcount, part of the Conexus Group and Payment Genes are coming together to create a full spectrum of fintech and payments recruiting services. Neil Butcher of the Connexus Group and Bram Vreugdenhill of Payment Genes explain. But first, do you want to access the $10 billion Middle East fintech opportunity? If the answer is yes, then join the Cedar IBSI fintech lab and fast track your journey of market expansion to the GCC with us. As a fintech lab member, you'll have access to skilled mentors and have the opportunity to learn, network and collaborate with like-minded individuals building your knowledge base, skills, and connections. Visit www.cedaribsifintechlab.com. Now, back to our conversation with Neil Butcher of the Conexus Group and Bram Vreugdenhill of Payment Genes. We hear first from Neil.
1: I think if you look over the last three, four, five years, with a year-on-year double-digit growth, unrealistic valuations, company valuations, and like I say, high trajectory growth where potentially they've overhired to support that growth. And when they've overhired, they've typically not been in and around the commercial and the product and the technology areas, more so on the periphery in terms of operational support. I think what we've seen of late over the last 12 months is literally a scale back of realistic valuations and the fact that there's realisation that they've overgrown and that some of those periphery, to want to be respectful... Periphery support roles are no longer required, so there's been a scale back of between 10 and 20% of their workforce, and typically around operations, marketing, customer service, customer care, and those kinds of roles. So that's kind of where we've seen most of the trend in terms of scale back. So, effectively, the roles that have gone,
0: the people that have been released into the marketplace, are the wrong kind of people for
1: the areas where there are shortages. I think there's still going to be, and there's still a lot of investment in the fintech landscape. And what we're seeing, even now, with a macroeconomic decline, we're still seeing uh, you know, growth in and around $1.5 trillion by 2030. So there is still a lot of money and a lot of investment been, being made and being made. Um, and where it's been made, they still want return on investment. So it's essential that they keep the commercial people and also... Invest a lot in technology to keep devising and innovating products and bringing them to market. So that's where the talent shortages are in those kind of commercial and dire need positions: product development, technology, commercial, as opposed to the operational roles. Which is
0: effectively what I said: that yep. it's that the people who've been released yes. are not the right people to get rehired. Correct. At this moment in time, although yeah. that could
1: shift in the next. Well, obviously, market, it may that that may change look, that, that, sorry, just to add to that, that's that's not prerequisite. There, there are instances where they have let salespeople go because of cash flow issues, time, and the market's timed up. That's not, but that, that the trend tends to be more on those periphery operational roles.
2: no, I do, I do agree. There's also other dynamics at play. So we have the remote working uh, policy. We have the younger generation who are requesting more of an employer, uh, the impact they make, uh, learning and development, and diversity. Is a hot uh, hot topic, so that has impact also on certain shortages uh, that they, uh, that have been felt. Another thing, and that that comes back to the first point, I think, is that instead of growing in terms of numbers, and, and that is mostly pushed from an investment perspective, and there has been there's been, yeah, the, uh, there's been uh, more realistic valuations, I think, at the, at the moment. I Means they're moving more for, uh, towards profitability. Person. Ah, the holy grail. The
0: holy grail. Profitability. Profitability, Well, I've said this to other people any fintech in business now that is not measuring how much money it's got in the bank and how long that will keep it going and is not able to put a prospective date as to when they reach profitability.
1: They need to be doing that exercise now. Absolutely, okay. yes. I mean, we see it's well publicised. You see, established brands in the market that have been trading five, six, eight years that are still yet to reach profitability, right? Without mentioning those. some neo banks and so forth. So, you are absolutely right. I think the one thing that the macroeconomic climate has proven is that the fact that there is an essential need to be profitable as soon as possible.
0: Yeah, that's kind of how business works. Of course. <laughs> it's how you get paid at the end of every month. Is It comes out of the profit. Now, profit is a six-letter word and is therefore harder to make than loss, which is a four-letter word. That's my level of economic theory. Let's move on now from the environment to the specific payment genes, the Conexus Group. What is going on there? What... You've you, you got
2: a name change as
1: well, we up to a point.
2: Have. So the Connections Group did a strategic investment in the Payment Genes Group. And for us, Payment Genes, uh, to talk from our perspective, we're extremely happy uh, with that. Why? Because they uh, mirror our services. So we have recruitment, consultancy, contracting and m and business and training business.
0: Can I just stop you there for one moment and say what I'm hearing, and you may agree or disagree with this parallel, is that you're like the guys in the gold rush who didn't go prospecting for gold themselves but sold the picks and shovels. The picks and shovels in this instance being the trained people that you look for or you help people look for so that their business becomes a success. Yeah.
2: Or am I being... I think that's... On the yeah, uh, yeah they, they, I can imagine something with that metaphor yeah, yeah, yeah. so they've done it in a different industry than, than we do uh, we're purely as payment genes purely focused on the payments and fintech industry but it has always been their desire to, to go into this industry hence they and that's where Neil's here on the table they acquired business headcount which uh, oh, exists already for 25 oh, years oh, yeah. uh, with a wonderful name which was a recruitment business in the payments and fintech space. So coming together meant okay, we do might compete on that part, or we will join forces. And then we did kind of an elaborate research in our client base. For example, and out of the 100 clients, I think we had two overlapping. So that was a perfect match, basically, giving us the opportunity to uh, offer our services more at scale. So with multiple offices at, in Malta, Barcelona, our payments headquarters in Amsterdam, we have uh, office in. Canada, US, setting up an office in Brazil uh, and, and people on the ground in uh, in Malaysia as well. Well, you need to be global because by the
1: nature
0: of the beast, the yeah. hunt for the right talent is global too. these yeah. days.
1: And a lot of that depends on the tech trends as well, where the key investment areas are around technology. So, in Singapore, for example, there may be a dire need for talent more so in the digital asset space or NFTs and blockchain and crypto, whereas that yeah. may change into banking or payments in LATAM, for example. So, uh, and in the US, maybe more credit-focused and more alternative lending. So, depending on where the tech investments and the trends of uh, locally are, then the, the need for those talents become quite specific. You settled on Payment Genes as the name going forward. Correct. I think uh, and Embram outlined Headcount, which is my original brand before it was acquired by the Connectors Group, was relatively small, in, um, although longevity and a trusted brand and reputation for delivery, but Payment Jeans as a group offering has a stronger brand, we feel, and that we could probably integrate that into the group without using multiple brands, but we should lead with this brand. I mean, it was a group decision. So, what's the next move for the business? From the recruitment
2: side of the business, it's it's also key to understand that we, whereas as payment genes, we offer mid to senior level and executive level searches or the the looking for the talent in those space. We, with the help of Connexus Group and, and the headcount brand, we can offer full scale of recruitment services, which is tech deployment, which is the more agnostic roles at junior tech, also H R. Um, to offer,
0: so well, I could come to you as a business and say, I need people at a junior level. I need people in middle management. I need people at a senior level. I also need an HR function managed,
1: and you can do all of this. Yes. Cross-functional, cross-functional, all levels, mid, mid management, senior executive. Yeah. Across all continents, ten offices. If
2: companies can have a one-stop shop, and I think that's for us, it's important to, to focus on a niche market still. Second thing that we're, they were strong at what we're having as a training. We're setting up the academy, to uh, which would uh, helps solving problems such as diversity, uh, profitability, things like that.
0: That's Bram Vroegdenhil, co-founder and managing director of Payment Jeans, and Neil Butcher, founder and growth consultant, chief commercial officer at the Conexus Group.